This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Welcome in, everybody, to the West Michigan Sports Show right here on News Radio WBRN. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. For those that might have been tuning into the Reed City football game, hopefully, good outcomes and good vibes for sure as we're recording this here on Friday. You're hearing this here on Saturday here at 3 30. Big thanks to those tuning in and making way over to Y102. Or maybe the game's still going on and it's in good spirits and in overtime, potentially extra football. It's going to be a fun matchup, certainly looking up to that game all week. Uh, with Kingsley and Reed City squaring off for a week one rematch. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in here, and especially a big thank you goes out. Uh, we don't give our sister stations enough credit as well um, for those that helped in the Big Country Big Auction, all the bidders that might have even had uh, my cell phone across the way to your call. Uh, big thanks to those that were just bidding as high as you possibly could and taking all the items for us. I mean, it was a really huge, huge effort from everybody here, the Big Rapids Reading Network team. Uh, and all of you, the callers, uh, certainly made it possible. We sold a lot of great items for a lot of great causes, and uh, certainly glad you guys were able to help out and make such an impact uh, here for everyone in the area, in the station as well, uh, as for you, because at the end of the day, there was some pretty cool stuff you guys bought, so certainly jealous on a couple of those pizza raffle items that I definitely could have got my hands on, but I chose not to. I mean, how about Mancino? Sold out almost immediately within five minutes, so big shout out to Big Country 100.9, as well as Y102. Uh, a great sister station of ours, all your pop hits as well. Um, and all of our great sponsors as well for this show. Big shout out to them for making this uh, show possible. Those include obviously the United States Air Force as the primary sponsor for this program. Uh, also some of our other great local sports supporters like Johnson's Automotive, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Paris Auto Service and Repair, Moda, Macasa Osceola Transit Authority, and the Macasa Osceola Career Center. Thank you guys for all of your help making the West Michigan Sports Show possible. But we got a great episode for you here today, and we're going to be talking a little bit of football. Uh, Many of you have been tuning in on the rundown and have gotten a lot of that great stuff uh, and have loved that content. We can't wait to make it for you, especially here continuing on. Rumor has it it might make its way for basketball. We'll just wait and see on that, see if the budget, all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, so you can stay tuned for that. Um, That's also on Big Country 100.9. And big shout out as well to Rewind. All you Rewind fans out there um, as well for our fourth station here uh, at the station. Uh, But anyway, football is the focus of this episode as we kind of wrap up all the seasons officially uh, here on this program. We even got to talk to one of the coaches that uh, pulled off one of the biggest postseason runs in local area history. That's right. Big Rapids coach Mike Seltzer stopped by the show to talk about his experience coaching this team and how they were able to really resend this program seemingly from the ashes you could speak in uh, theatrical terms uh, from one and eight back in 2020, or excuse me, the year before 2020 and 2019, and how they knocked off two of the best teams in Division Four in the first two rounds of the postseason and upset Cinderella-type fashion. So great interview. Can't wait for you guys to hear that in just a moment. Um, but of course, we got to thank all of those that made this show possible throughout this entirety of this year, and especially those um, that have made all the broadcasts possible for covering these teams. JT Scarpelli, obviously, covering Big Rapids football 
all this year. Big thanks um, to all those that have helped him with the broadcast as well as all of you supporters as well out there um, that helped us make sponsors as well for me personally covering Reed City Football and Y102. Uh, certainly been great to have all the pleasure and thanks from all the people in the area uh, supporting the broadcast. But we'll get to covering playoff football after this. But first, the words from Mike Seltzer, the head coach of Cardinal Football. Start out with uh, the fantastic season you guys had of uh, finishing up this last week against the South Christian team. Uh, I guess first question for you, what's your overall thoughts from how this season went from your perspective? Well, I think it was a, a great season. You know, one of our, our goals was to win the conference and we were able to do that. The other goal is to, you know, make a run in the playoffs. And I felt like we did that. You know, it's the first time we, we've had a district championship in Big Rapids and in 20 years. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd say overall pretty successful. Absolutely. And you mentioned, especially the postseason run you guys had brought some excitement to the area and especially on the field, both of those Friday nights, just talk about those electric wins over spring Lake and Whitehall and going in as the underdog and still being able to knock off those top tier teams. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, it, both of them were kind of two, Two different games for sure, you know, um, definitely the underdog role in both of them playing Spring Lake, who had, who runs, you know, that bone option offense, and they do it really well. They, you know, they had a, a successful season and a tough conference, um, you know, with wins over Coopersville and Allendale. Um, and so going in there, it was, you know, it was big for us to, to play a complete game, and I thought we did that. Um, you know, and I, I felt like our kids showed a lot of resilience um, going down. You know, it came down to that 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 fourth quarter, or uh, yeah, that fourth quarter when we were able to, um, you know, jump off sides and then stop. You know, we jump off sides twice and we stopped their um, point after attempt, um, and that kept it a one score game. And then to have you know a, a seven minute drive or an eight minute drive. Um, that took up the the rest of the fourth quarter uh, to score and tie it, and then to go into overtime and win was was huge for us. I think that was a big step mentally for our our kids and our program. And then to you know follow that up by going into Whitehall the next week, who you know last year had an incredible season, and then this year was undefeated and was putting up you know a lot of points on on people. Um, you know, with with their six shutouts in the in the year, um, was a, a tall task. But I thought our guys um, did fantastic. You know, we we battled through. Um, it wasn't, you know, it was a tight game, and then we gave up a score right before half. You know, kind of uh, didn't call a great end of half offense, and we gave up one. Um, and then the, for the defense to come out and open up the second half with a stop, and then another. You know, I think that drive was was over eight minutes as well because they didn't get another possession in the third quarter. Um, and we went into the fourth and uh, scored off of our first possession and tied the game, you know, and then uh, towards the end, they missed that PAT and we were able to connect again with a nice long drive <clears throat> and punch it in, make our PAT, you know, gave them a little bit too much time, I felt, uh, but we'll, we'll take the scores when we get them. And then, you know, the blocked field goal to, to win it. So those, those kicking uh, opportunities, you know, are, are huge, whether it's, uh, you know, making extra points or blocking field goals. 
For sure. And especially for your team, uh, obviously another monumental feat to go along with your district championship, winning the conference in the CSAA, taking down Reed City and Tri-County along the way. Uh, just talk about the the resiliency of your team as well as the execution on every Friday to be able to go through your entire conference season unblemished. You know, that was uh, that was big for us um, to to be able to do that even you know, it's always the, the blue chippers are, you know, Reed city and tri County for sure. They've been at the top for, for a while, especially Reed city. And, you know, to, uh, to win that one for the first time in the, in what, nine years, I think, um, was, uh, it was a big relief for our guys. You know, I think uh, sometimes we put teams up on pedestals and we, we make the task more difficult than it is. And, you know, this is obviously they're one of the deep run Reed city teams too. Right. So they're playing in the semifinals this week and, and we were able to beat a, a strong Reed city team. And I think that just boosted our confidence. Um, you know, and then tri County was, it was one of those games that was, you know, it was tight and then we found what worked and, and, um, our kids executed and, and then we were able to run away with it, you know, 35 to six. Absolutely. And especially you had a lot of individual standouts on that team as well. Many highlighted, obviously, the success that Venix had along the way in the postseason for his phenomenal play, as well as Caleb Dabowski, Philip Wilbur and company, Garrett Foster as well. Who are some of those players that really stood out to your mind and really stepped up this season that maybe not necessarily many people are talking about and you want to highlight their success for the work they put in this year? You know, I think uh, I think that's a, a a great opportunity for some of these guys because um, you know everybody knows the the running backs and the receivers, and you know even uh, Philip Wilbur, who was kind of the that leader of our defense, our leading tackler, and you know made uh, all region uh, linebacker. Um, so you know we had multiple kids who contributed throughout the season. The ones that kind of stick out to my mind are is you know our offensive and defensive line. Um, Braylon Counselor being a sophomore, he came in and earned a starting spot at right guard as well as defensive end. Um, we also had a freshman up in Max Bowman who played a lot of nose guard and tight end for us. Um, that other receiver, uh, Jace Heck, who's a senior, um, as well as our kicker, did a, a fantastic job all season long battling through you know some injuries. I'm trying to think uh, Wyatt Skiera was uh, is another one of those sophomores who was a major role player. He he was a, a two-way starter. Um, and then we were able to get him down to a one-way starter to keep him fresh. Um, senior Nick Casino at defensive back um, started, you know, throughout the majority of the season and was, was one of those great role players for us who could do multiple things. So, you know, there's quite a few of them as well as our two tackles, Avon and Jace, um, you know, we had some size at the tackle spot and both of those guys did well. Um, and then probably, uh, another strong one who was a sophomore last year, junior this year, um, Earl Schuberger or Caden Schuberg goes by Earl, um, was our starting center all season long, as well as our defensive end and, and just, you know, upped his game from his sophomore year to his junior year. So we had a lot of contributors in multiple facets of the game. We'll be back after this quick break, right after these messages on News Radio WBRN. For sure, and especially uh, looking back to 2019, obviously uh, was a was a rough season for you guys at one and eight. Now 
going back over these last four years and have been able to really take a step every single year to reach this point where you guys are district champs and 10 and two over those four years, what did it take for you guys, especially as a coaching staff and the the buy-in from your players to really turn this thing around over this four year span? Uh, You know, it's, it's, you look at a lot of it, you know, four years ago in 2019, we were super young and we weren't very, very gifted. Um, But those guys, uh, we had a lot of sophomores on that group, um, and then each year with that age, they 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 matured and did a lot better. And then if you go to the 2020 season, you know that's the COVID year. Uh, a record's really not indicative of what that team was. We lost the Central, um, you know, seven to twelve, and we didn't have our starting quarterback and our starting running back. Um, one of the losses was to Fremont and a forfeit because of COVID. Um, you know, and then the 2021 season, uh, we were in some tight games and just just missed our opportunities. You know, we lost to Tri County 28 to 30. We lost to Alma 20 27. So we were battling. We've been battling, um, and finally, kind of got it to break our way this year. You know, even last year we were at seven and and three, um, and met up with Whitehall in the first round of the district. Right. Um, and they were, they were just as tough last year as, as this year. So, um, you know, our guys have, have kept grinding and, and, and done a fantastic job in the off season. I think uh, a lot of guys getting our bigger guys into the weight room has made a big difference. Um, and so, you know, we'll, I think was our offense and our defense and the athletes we have will be, solid we just need our more of those bigger guys to to buy in and put in that work absolutely one more question for you coach appreciate your time uh obviously coming off of this 10 and 2 season i'm sure you've probably uh been already looking ahead to uh, next year like a lot of coaches of course will uh what's the outlook going into this upcoming season for cardinal football uh next fall and uh, what are some of the things you're looking to improve on as well uh as those really those strengths you found this year that you really just want to cement in stone going ahead into next fall you know, I think the the attitude and the resilience is what we need to ensure that we keep um, and, and push forward with. I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of the the same um, effort and attitude by our kids. You know, it's so tough to predict because one kid uh, family has to move because of jobs. Another kid um, makes a poor choice over the summer. You know, so to say what it's going to look like um, wins and losses is, is impossible. But to, to say that we're going to keep driving and we're going to keep working hard and, and keep instilling those same values that we have been is, is what we will do. Um, so I'm excited about next season. Um, you know, we were a young team this year, and so the, the future looks bright. For sure. Thank you so much, Coach Seltzer. Congrats on the great season, and uh, thanks for joining us here today. You bet. Big thanks to Coach Selzer for coming on the show and talking about their spectacular Cardinal football season, district championship, conference championship, and it really felt like Big Rapids was due for a good year, one of these years, and this year they definitely proved it. So big shout out to him, his coaching staff, his players, uh, for just having a really, really fine season. 
at the end of the day. So that was very exciting to see uh, as a West Michigan football fan. So congrats to them. Uh, and we look forward to seeing what all these teams do next year. But as far as this year, we're kind of covering football here in this episode. Kind of a bonus for those that follow along on the rundown, which you guys got a taste of, I think, two weeks ago here on this program. Uh, but certainly looking at kind of the outlook at a lot of these teams, there's only really one local team left as of now, uh, and that being Reed City. Hopefully that stays that way here. As you're listening to this live, the game might be still going on, knocking on wood now. Hopefully a good call and a good win for Reed City to see them at Ford Field. How fantastic that would be. Uh, But some of the other local teams that are still alive here for this weekend... Uh, kind of taking a look a little bit outside of the CSA. Hey, we'll kind of run through all the divisions here in case anybody is curious. Uh, some of the MHSA football brackets uh, starting in Division One: uh, Davis and Bellevue, and then West Bloomfield, Southfield Arts and Technology. Those are the four teams left. Those teams will be playing at Novi and Troy, respectively, um, for a chance for the Division One championship. Uh, well, excuse me, for the semifinals to the right to play in the championship game of Division One uh, over in. Division two, Muskegon and East Lansing will square off at Greenville while Waterfield or Waterford Mott, excuse me, uh, takes on Warren De La Salle Collegiate. Uh, that game will be at Troy Athens at one o'clock as well for the Division two semifinals uh, over in Division three. Uh, certainly one that I'll keep my eye on as one that picked this game as a potential upset. Detroit Martin Luther King against Mason. That's a one o'clock game at Chelsea. And then Grand Rapids Forest Hills. That's Forest Hills Eastern. Uh, Will, or excuse me, not Forest Hills Eastern, Forest Hills Central, uh, winning against uh, potentially uh, Zealand West after defeating Gaylord. We'll see how that game goes from West Ottawa at 1 o'clock there on Saturday. Uh, down in Division 4, moving down a level. Uh, some really good games. Uh, South Christian, after beating Big Rapids, they face Portland, who upset Niles. That game at Forest Hills Eastern, Saturday at 1 o'clock. There's the mix-up I had there. Uh, and then Goodrich and Harper Woods will face off at 1 o'clock on Saturday at Livonia Franklin. Uh, that should be a very interesting game, especially for the game uh, Goodrich played. A really good game there against a really good Hazlitt squad uh, in that quarterfinal round. Anyway, Division 5, we got some really good games up here. Grand Rapids Catholic Central takes down West Catholic. Now they have the right to face Frankenmuth at Ithaca. 1 o'clock start there from Ithaca. And then Corona and Flat Rock will face off at Ipsy. 1 o'clock start in that one, the Division 5 MHSA State Playoff semifinals. Division 6, that's the one we're looking at. Reed City Kingsley. Battle of the two top North teams still alive. We'll face off against each other at Cadillac 1 o'clock. That's on Y102 for those that didn't necessarily know um, as all season long. And then at Grand Blank on Saturday at 1 o'clock. That's Ovid Elsie against Almont. Two of the best teams uh, remaining. And Almont, especially the number one seed. Ovid Elsie, the number 21 seed. Playing Cinderella, trying to spoil the likes of Almont's party. Looking to try to get to Ford Field. Division 7, Menominee, a team big Reed City has played many years past. We'll take on North Muskegon at Gaylord, 1 o'clock game there. Uh, and then Millington, another team that went to the regional final last year, fell to Reed City. We'll take on Jackson Lumen Christie in Division 7. That game from Westland John Glenn at 1 o'clock from there. Division 8, which is going to be a really fun matchup. Beale City and Ubley at Mount Morris. One o'clock game there between, I believe, two undefeated teams. Or excuse me, Beale City with one loss to Harbor Beach. Outside of that, they would be undefeated. That came at Mount Morris once again. And then Adrian 
College, Ottawa Lake Whiteford against Riverview Gabriel Richard. That game at one o'clock there from the site of Alma College. And down an eight man for the last two quarterfinal, or excuse me, final pairings, not even quarterfinal or semifinal, but final pairings. Indian River Indian Lakes against Martin at the NMU Superior Dome on Saturday. That game at 11 o'clock to decide the winner of eight-man Division One. And then shortly after, uh, on Saturday at 2 p.m. from the Superior Dome, the Marion Eagles against Adrian Lenoui Christian. That's going to be a fun football game there. Uh, as one that has played uh, sports um, against Marion for many of my years growing up, I'll be rooting for the Eagles in this one, especially for the work they've done this season. Hopefully we can see a local team rise to the top. But those are some football games around the area, the teams left in the bracket. Uh, obviously, you saw Big Rapids with a really nice finish, even though losing to South Christian, the champion from a year ago. Still a great season nonetheless. Some fantastic players and even some all-regional players. Philip Wilbur was being an um being honored as well as some of his teammates, Riley Venix, I believe Garrett Foster as well, honored for the Cardinals. Reed City had four honorees with John Andres, Max Hammond, um, as well as really some fine players uh, from around the area as well. Wyatt Spalo and Spencer Hansen, the other two Coyotes. Um, and then you see, obviously, Kingsley had a couple uh, in the game preview, which you can find out at WBRN.com. You can tune in there as well. Um, and also some really good seasons on the list. Really going to be looking forward to seeing uh, what happens next year we saw coach munger and what he did with nuego in his first year kind of getting them back into the swing of things and being competitive again at really a near 500 season was phenomenal for them grant put up fits against some really good teams so they're trying to rebuild themselves back up you saw chip hills with a really strong start to the season kind of fizzled out at the end but there's still a lot of potential next year from coach palong squad tri-county of course is going to be looking to see if they can staple down that end part of the season uh next year so they can make a really nice run in the playoffs in Division 5. Then you also have some other really wildcard teams. Central Montcalm squeaking into the postseason for the first time in many years. Unfortunately, losing to a really good chistening offense. Only difference from them moving on. And then obviously you got a lot of these other silver teams that did very well. Kent City making the postseason, unfortunately falling to heart in the first round. Uh, you saw some really promising games from White Cloud and Lakeview as well. Molly Stanwood notching a win, breaking their losing streak on the season for many, many, many games now. So it was good to see that from them. Uh, and it'll be very fun to see next year what football has in store. But that's going to do it for this show. Before we go, I want to thank all those that make this broadcast possible all of our good local sports supporters of the West Michigan Sports Show. Those include the Macasta Osceola Career Center, the Moda Macasta Osceola Transit Authority, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Alter Care Big Rapids, Quality Car and Truck Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, and Johnson's Automotive. That's going to do it here from the WBRN studio. Stay tuned next week. Same time, same place. You can also check out Behind the Bulldogs just a couple minutes earlier at 3 o'clock. You're home for Fair State Athletics with myself and my compadre, Senior Joe Nagy. But that's going to do it. Brandon Wirtz signing off here on the West Michigan Sports Show. Take care, everybody.